Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. Welcome. What is the journey you're on right now? Here is a poem about the journey by David White. Above the mountains, the geese turn into the light again, painting their black silhouettes on an open sky. Sometimes everything has to be inscribed across the heavens so you can find the one line already written inside you. Sometimes it takes a great sky to find that. Small, bright, and indescribable wedge of freedom in your own heart. Sometimes with the bones of the black sticks left when the fire has gone out, someone has written something new in the ashes of your life. You are not leaving. You are arriving. You are not leaving. You are arriving. Is this journey you're on this week at this moment in time one of arriving? Do you feel it's one of leaving? Or can you see that in the leaving, you are arriving somewhere new? Someone has written something new in the ashes of your life, writes David White. And in those ashes, he suggests, you discover you are not leaving, you are arriving. Now, I've long enjoyed the poetry of David White, who's an Anglo-Irish poet. And his poetry and his philosophy are based on what he calls the conversational nature of reality. Now, perhaps it's no surprise that he became a poet. His mother was from Waterford, Ireland. His father was a Yorkshire man. So he has both this Celtic background, this English-Irish background where he grew up, he says, he wandered the moors and the forests and the lakes. In other words, he grew up in relationship with nature. He claims his poetic interest emerged from both the songs and poetry of his mom's Irish heritage and the landscape of West Yorkshire, England, where he grew up, spent most of his childhood. White has since, by the way, has spent a portion of every year for the last 25 years in County Clare, Ireland. So he's constantly going back to those roots. And he runs the Many Rivers Organization and Invitas, the Institute for Conversational Leadership, and currently lives in the U.S. Pacific Northwest. He holds a U.S., a British, and Irish citizenship. Yeah, he's covering the bases. And therefore knows something about journeys. Now, take a look at that poem again. He says, above the mountains where the geese turn into the light again, 
painting their black silhouettes on an open sky. Sometimes everything has to be inscribed across the heavens so that you can find the one line, he says, already written inside you. We don't recognize it inside of us, but we might see it in the sky somewhere. And we might see a reflection of what's inside us already written large across the big sky. What kind of reaction is that? One of seeing an echo in nature of something already inside of us. In fact, we are discovering and rediscovering parts of ourselves throughout our lives. At times, never realizing what has been there all along. Have you ever found that? Discovering inside of yourself a message, a poem yet to be discovered. Small, bright, and indescribable wedges of freedom in our own hearts. And so I would ask you to consider this poem by David White about the journey. And this we consider the journey you're on right now, right at this moment. Take a moment to reflect on it this week, to dwell in its awareness, to dwell in the possibility of what has yet to be realized in our own lives. I think another poem, three in all, I wanted to share with you this week. This one is called Sometimes. Sometimes if you move carefully through the forest, breathing like the ones in the old stories who could cross a shimmering bed of dry leaves without a sound, you come to a place whose only task is to trouble you with tiny but frightening requests conceived out of nowhere. But in this place, beginning to lead everywhere. He says that there is in this place, you come to a place whose only task is to trouble you with tiny but frightening requests conceived out of nowhere. But in this place, beginning to lead everywhere. So what are these requests? He continues in the poem, requests to stop what you are doing right now. Request to stop what you are doing right now and to stop what you are becoming while you do it. Questions that can make or unmake a life. Questions that have patiently waited for you. Questions that have no right to go away. David White is... is, He's talking about those moments where we come across something that troubles us. Perhaps it's even frightening, something being asked of us. Conceived out of nowhere, he says, but beginning to lead everywhere. We come to that crossroads in our life, and sometimes we come to it many times at different moments in our lives. 
when suddenly a question is formed or we are confronted with a situation and we suddenly realize this is going to take us in all new territory. And it's a little bit frightening. And yet it will lead us everywhere, as the poet says. Questions that make or unmake a life, what kind of questions are those? Questions that can make or unmake a life. Questions that have patiently waited for you. He says, now these questions have been there all along. We just weren't ready for the question. We weren't ready to recognize it. We weren't ready to realize it. And yet we've grown into the moment where we are ready to look at that question. And he calls those questions, questions that have no right to go away. Wow. No right to go away. We deserve those questions is what he's saying. We've earned those questions. And those questions will lead us somewhere. What is the question right now? Do you have one? that's inside of you, that's buzzing, that's taking shape, that's asking you something, asking something of you. I wonder what that question might be, where it might lead you this week and in the coming weeks and months. Each one of us can find that question mark and each one of us can choose how we're going to respond to questions that are discovered along the way. Questions that can make or unmake a life. Wow. Questions that can make or unmake a life. Perhaps it's questions that disturb us from the way we're living our lives and lead us in a whole new direction. Or questions that can solidify exactly where we've been headed and leading us to a a fullness And not only a fullness and a wholeness, but a deepening as if our roots are going even deeper into the soil of the world we've been creating all along. How remarkable. I leave you with this third and final poem by David White, the Anglo-Irish poet who lives in the United States Pacific Northwest but keeps dipping his spiritual and soulful pen and creative imagination into the inkwell of Ireland and England. He says everything is waiting for you. Your great mistake is to act the drama as if you were alone. Your great mistake is to act the drama as if you were alone as if life were a progressive and cunning crime with no witness to the tiny hidden transgressions. To feel abandoned is to deny the intimacy of your surroundings. To feel abandoned is to deny the intimacy of your surroundings. Surely, even you at times have felt the grand array, the swelling presence and the chorus crowding out your solo voice, you must note the way the soap dish enables you. You must note the way the soap dish enables you. Or the window latch grants you freedom. Alertness is the hidden discipline of familiarity. 
Alertness is the hidden discipline of familiarity. The stairs are your mentor of things to come. The doors have always been there to frighten you and invite you. And the tiny speaker in the phone is your dream ladder to divinity. Put down the weight of your aloneness and ease into the conversation. Put down the weight of your aloneness and ease into the conversation. The kettle is singing even as it pours you a drink. The cooking pots have left their arrogant aloofness and seen the good in you at last. All the birds and creatures of the world are unutterably themselves. Everything is waiting for you. Everything is waiting for you. The poet calls on us to notice very mundane mundane things in our lives that actually have a story to tell. And that the idea that we might be alone is our great mistake. As if there was no witness to the tiny hidden transgressions that take place along life's way. But to feel abandoned, he says, is to deny the intimacy of our surroundings. Look around you, he says. The, the, these, the way the soap dish enables you, he calls on the soap dish, what it offers you in its soap and its cleanliness and its offering to you. It sits there. The window latch grants you freedom. He says, look at just a little thing like a window latch. And how magnificent it is that it both closes and allows you solitude and opens and allows the breeze and the wind in. And what other aspects of your life are right there in front of you that can give you a message if you'll become alert to the familiarity around you. He says, stairs are our mentors and doors have always been there. And tiny speakers in the phone, all full of possibilities. But what he's really looking at is how the mundane can elevate. How the everyday, how the familiar can enlarge us. If we don't take it all for granted. If we sit in the poetry and possibility of the moment. He calls on us to put down the weight of our aloneness and ease into a conversation. Everything is waiting for you. And that's the message I want to leave you with this week. Everything is waiting for you. When we allow ourselves the poetry and possibilities of the moment, when we're alive to the familiar and to the soulfulness and the story that the familiar has to tell us if we refuse to give in to the sense that we are alone the drama of life is filled with nature filled with the familiar and filled with questions that open us to the newness within. Until next week, 
I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is all that matters. Mm-hmm.